This podcast is brought to you by Blackbee Ministries International. To find out more, visit blackbee.org. Well, welcome to the Richard Blackaby Leadership Podcast. My name is Sam, and I'm your host, and I'm joined by the man who will help take our leadership to the next level, <laughs> we hope. And pray. And pray, Dr. Richard Blackaby. Good to be with you, Sam. It's always a pleasure. Um, this episode, we we recently talked about a, uh, a book, and we, uh, we'll we'll put the link in the show notes to, to the episode where we did a book review on a book called Grit. And it uh, raised a question for us uh, as we discussed it a few weeks ago. Um, uh, just sort of this idea of attachments and, and the idea of grit being that you, you know, you just have the stick to it mentality that, you know, when it gets tough, you don't give up, you just keep on going, you, you, uh, you just put your head down and do the work, do the hard work when other people quit. That's, that's an important attribute, let's say, in yeah. a person. So that brings up this question of, 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 uh, of attachments. Um, when is it time to not put your head down and like when are you beating your head against a brick wall that you know no grit or no grit it's not helpful doing what you're doing and so that's you know sort of to set some context to this conversation uh this idea of attachments and and how we thread that line yeah and i i may have shared before when my two sons both were starting to feel the horrible realization that god might be calling them to enter a PhD program. And it was just, <laughs> neither of them were big fans of school at the time and uh, were, were happily finished with their master's degrees and thought that's good enough. Uh, and then they they saw this massive undertaking. Just, just getting into the PhD program was uh, enormous. And then all the seminars and the dissertation and other things. Uh, and I, I, they both kind of looked at me and said, Dad, we're not smart enough. We don't have what it takes. We're not particularly skilled at school. And having done a PhD myself, I just could say to them, well, I wasn't the brightest, you know, sharpest knife in the drawer either. <laughs> but, uh, but a lot of life is about persevering. It's about just aiming your life in the right direction and not getting discouraged, not quitting. And, yeah. and I've known so many people that, there's no question they had the giftedness, they had the IQ, but they just didn't have the grit. They didn't have the determination uh, to just carry on. And, See it through. And it was a it was a shame because they knew what they ought to do. They knew what they felt like God was calling them to do. But, and I, I've certainly found this with school. I, I can't yeah. tell how many people have said to me, I've always wanted to be a, a, a professor, and I know I'd have to get a PhD for that, but. I'm just sick of school. Yeah, I'm tired of school. And I would say, well, what does that have to do with going where God wants you to go? If if God is telling you to teach, then you got, you're going to have to get all your teaching credentials. And but I don't. I'm tired of school. Well, that's fu- that's fine. I get tired of, you know. I, I remember getting tired of getting up in the middle of the night and changing my son's diaper, but uh, <laughs> I still did it, you know, because yeah. that was part of what just came with the territory. But it it you you get to the other side eventually. You don't have to do that. If you if you hunker down, you'll eventually get to the other side, and so uh, and so. I I wonder in life. Uh, you I mean, well, only heaven knows how many people never became the CEO. They never invented that uh, invention. They never accomplished a lot of things. Uh, finished that painting, that that uh, song they were writing that 
that novel they were writing, they, they never finished those things. And so we'll never know uh, because they just got tired. They got discouraged. And, uh, and of course, I know you're going to bring up the Buffalo Sabres. And uh, the, oh, isn't, there, oh. isn't there a time just to kind of let go? Uh, yeah. If you've been cheering for a team for, for almost 50 years and they've never won. Yeah. Although they've made the playoffs, tw- or the, 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 the Stanley Cup Finals twice and should have won both of those times. But, um, but, but alas, they did. <laughs> Uh, Is there a point where you just say, look, I gave them half a century (laughs) and they've always let me down. They couldn't figure it out in half Uh, a century. But then you think, but what I I know, uh, sure enough, if I were ever to quit cheering for that team, they would go right to the finals the very next year and laughing at me the whole way. And I would kick myself for having been faint hearted, only giving them 50 years when I should have given them 51. So... Uh, well, I wasn't going to go there, but <laughs> but since you bring yeah, it up, yeah. <laughs> so I, you know, I I I think there's times where in your life you say, you know what, life is too short to hang on to something that is not fruitful, it's not productive, it's it's uh, not it's just not giving me the return, uh, considering the effort. And then there's other things where you just say, I, I'm going to, to my grave, I'm going to continue to be loyal uh, here and keep trying there. And Such and, ha- as. and how do you know the difference, you know? So so the Sabres will go uh, yeah, to the grave we'll, we'll, with you. <laughs> yeah, and they may take Having me never to the grave. Having never won the Stanley Cup. Uh, but I'll but still have been faithful. Yeah, uh, yeah so that's 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 the, the million-dollar question yeah. is, is so. How do you know? So let, let's just begin. So really, this is just two parts. First one is, what should you hunker down with and say, at all costs, no matter what, I'm not budging on this. I'm not giving up. And, of course, one is just your walk with God. Yeah. That ought to be a given. And, and it, that doesn't mean that your walk with God's always going to be easy, that it's always going to seem rewarding. Uh, there, Many people have said there's times where God seems kind of far away or, God, I feel disappointed. I thought God was leading me to do this and yeah. then it didn't work or I thought God wanted me to have this job and or I didn't get it. God uh, was silent and yeah and I'm praying and asking for a direction and uh or you know sometimes uh in the past I've I've just really gotten a lot of joy out of my quiet times and I could hardly wait to get up at early in the morning and every and, and verses were jumping off the page for me uh and then there's other days where i just it just seems like heaven is silent uh i'm not feeling anything uh and you know one or two things i would just say about that is one is uh there's a lot of joy that does come from walking with god a lot of there's a lot of feelings uh it's certainly your walk with god can uh be quite an emotional experience but um, but you don't base your walk with God on your feelings. Mm-hmm. And you can't just say, I just didn't feel like re- reading my Bible today. Uh, or I just didn't feel like praying this past month. So uh, I'm waiting till I feel like it. Yeah. Um, there are some things you just, you, you realize this is true. This is right. This is good uh, to do. And so regardless of how I feel, I, when my alarm goes off at six o'clock in the morning, I'm just going to get up. Get showered and go sit at my desk, pull out my Bible, my devotional book, my journal, and I'm going to just spend some time with God. And that's why a lot of Christians do develop what we call spiritual disciplines. And yeah, uh, there's some debate about disciplines, but I think that what a discipline is saying is in, when I'm in my right mind and I, I realize that this is good for me to do, like uh, going running. 
uh, I, you know, last year I, I managed to run 600 miles, which was huge about probably about 590 more miles than I've ever <laughs> run before. Uh, but, but you decide the night before I'm going to run tomorrow because the next yeah. day when the alarm goes off at six in the morning and you want to get up and be ready to by seven at the latest to be out the door and during the summer here in Atlanta, you, if you're not out there running by about six fifteen, it's going to get too hot and sweaty and humid to run after that. So you, but if but when that alarm goes off the next morning, you can't then decide. Okay, I wonder if I should run today. Yeah. Well, I've got a slight ache in because my lower I, back, and uh, you know I'm not. The I, bed is warm and it's cold outside. I could maybe run on Thursday instead, and so no, you decide no one's ahead making of time. Me run. <laughs> That's right, and you can't judge me if I just stay yeah. in bed. So yeah, I. Th- th- when you discipline yourself, you say, I will run. When that alarm goes off in the morning, I will get up. Uh, I will spend time with God. And and oftentimes what I find is if I do get out of bed, if I do slap on my, my shoes, uh, I get out on the road or I sit down at my desk with my Bible, uh, so many, most of, if not all the time, I'm glad I did. Yeah. And once you get in motion, uh, then it, it feels right, and you you know you did the right thing. And or you, once you've finished it, yeah, when like it's with done. running, once you're done, like oh boy, I tell you, when you, you when you, you walk so back, much better every time. I yeah, and and uh, in our running club, we were last year we were trying to hit twenty twenty miles, and so when I could contribute my four and a half miles and enter that to the team statistics, uh, that felt great. And so, uh, so there's some things like your walk with God, don't base it on your feelings. Feelings are a bonus and you'll have lots of feelings, but that you don't base it on that. And, uh, and secondly, if you're married, uh, I would say you, 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 that's not a a quit kind of thing either. Like you're, you're in for life when you, when you get married, uh, it, it's not until things get really tough, tough, and then we decide to part ways. Uh, when I got married, divorce was not an option. Uh, I, I that I didn't even have that as a you know a consideration. If things get bad, it's uh, no, I, this is going to work. Not if it's going to work. I yeah. will. I got by God's help. I'll I'll make it work. And I you know I would say there's certainly there were there were moments I've been married now for uh, 37 going on 38 years uh some years better than others but uh that b- but whether good or bad you're in it long haul and yeah. I and I know some folks that they sort of keep an escape clause even as they're mm. as they're getting married and you you don't even want to have that on the table because yeah. Uh, there's some things, uh, that you, you are determined, whatever it takes, I'm, I'm sticking with this. And I, and I'd encourage any of our listeners maybe that are right now, your marriage is not all that you would hope it would be. Uh, just, just realize that's one of those things you just lean into and say, then I'm going to just make it better, whatever it takes, whatever price I have to pay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, your personal health as well. Uh, I'd say there's some things you can't just kind of give up on. And I'll tell you, I, when I'm kind of at my best, which I've been trying to be in, in recent days, last year, I think I lost about 32 pounds or so during COVID. And, uh, uh, and I try most mornings, uh, to weigh in and I know some, there's different, uh, theories about that. Yeah. And I, and uh, there's times where, 
Boy, I'm on a roll, and it seems like every day I'm uh, a drop in two more pounds, and and I, that's I need regular encouragement that yeah. way. Uh, but I, you know, I, one thing I I've noticed though is that when you weigh in every day, uh, you, you get to a certain point where you're not getting daily affirmation. In fact, there's days where I, I've gone running. And then weighed in. I, I always weigh in at the the the, the most uh, the lightest I might possibly be, right before having a shower. And I I run four miles, and you know whatever I can do to use yeah. the restroom, whatever I can to lighten the load. And then uh, okay, now let me weigh in. And after all that, sometimes you realize you're weighing a pound more than you did the day before. Yeah. Um, and I found uh, Sam, you you know more about the science of this and I do, but, uh, I'll tell you what I, for me, in terms of weight loss, it always comes down far, far more to my eating than my exercise. I I think exercise is important, but I mean, I could, I could run four miles, but my, my wife back uh, before Christmas did a little, uh, fun time with the grandkids making donuts. And I try, I love donuts, but I, I try to avoid them because because <laughs> if I run four miles and then I just had one don't okay just one donut <laughs> yeah you but the but that okay just yeah. right off today's run uh, it's not going to happen and so what happens sometimes when you're trying to lose weight or you're trying to exercise more is that it's pretty easy to get discouraged uh, you yeah. can you know you okay I've I've run three times this week I still weigh the same I've I haven't eaten any dessert all week. I haven't lost a pound yet. Uh, that's when you just need to kind of lean in and just say, but I'm not going to, this is a lifestyle. It's not just a binge, you know, trying to fast for a week and lose all the weight I want to lose. Uh, there are some things that just become lifestyles and, um, and you just need to hold on at all costs. And, and that's why a lot of new year's resolutions, uh, go by the wayside because, Hey, I did the right thing for two weeks and no real improvement, and I'm getting demoralized and discouraged. And uh, get some people to help you be accountable, if you have to be. But uh, uh, and 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 for me, weighing in is a is kind of my accountability. When I start to try to, I, I start getting a little loosey goosey on the kind of things I'm eating, and I. Yeah. It's like okay, I got. I'm going to weigh in tomorrow morning, though. Do I really want to eat this and know it's going to cost me? And maybe the last thing just to say in terms of holding on and being attached to things is uh, and, and uh, is people. And, and we'll look uh, after the break at times where maybe there's people you need to detach yourself from. Uh, but in general, are you the kind of person who doesn't give up on people? Uh, of course, you don't want to give up on your spouse or your kids. Uh, what kind of friend are you? And again, I mean, there's sometimes there's some friendships that can become quite toxic and maybe yeah. you need to cut loose from, but, uh, but there are other people that are, are you known as, uh, a loyal person? Hey, if, if, if you are their friend, they know if, if, if every other friend lets them down, you will still be there for them and they can yeah. call you. And, uh, if there's a need, I, you see this a lot in social media now. Or someone will, for better or worse, they'll put out a cry for help on social media. Hey, does anybody want to get together tonight or something? And and it is like crickets, you know. Like there's nobody liking it. Their their thing. There's nobody saying, "Hey, I'm I'm available." Or what would you like to do? Just like uh, it's sort of painfully obvious that 
there's they don't really have people in their life that are reliable or that there for them. Uh, and so, and then yet, do you want to, I, I think a lot of times though, do you want to be that kind of person that as a, as a friend, as, uh, just maybe a fellow church member that you're, you're going to just keep on encouraging, uh, and be positive and upbeat and, and, and keep believing. And I'll, yeah. I'll tell you what, there's been some people in my life that over the course of my life, they believed in me more than I believed in me. And I was ready. I was ready to give up. And they were saying, "No, don't give up on you yet," because I haven't given up on you. <laughs> and I'll tell you what: what a blessing that is when God puts someone like that in your life. Yeah. And uh, and there. And I'm not saying that you have that attitude toward every person in your life. Yeah. But are, are you maybe God's person? Has maybe God called you to be the one who doesn't give up on somebody and believes in them, prays for them, encourages them? And um, if so, as you go, as you as we're moving into 2021, um, are there some people maybe you've kind of wavered in a bit and God would say, hey, you don't give up yet on this person. Uh, my attitude has always been if I don't sense God's given up on someone, then I, I, I don't want to give up either. I, God, that doesn't necessarily mean I'm I'm supposed to play the primary role in changing this person. Uh, but I, I, I do want to go to God. And if God doesn't want me to give up yet, if God tells me, no, stay the course with this person, there's still hope, then uh, I, I, I can't give up then if uh, God's telling me to still, to, to have, I've got a role to play. Yeah. Well, let's take a quick break here and we'll wrap up when we come back. Experiencing God has touched the lives of millions of people. We've recently developed this study into an online class that you can take with people from around the world. There is video content specific for this online class, along with a live stream Q&A with the Blackabees. Registration is open now for the next class, which runs from January 11th to April 4th. Register and find out more at blackaby.org slash online classes. Links will be in the show notes. Well, Richard, we've looked at uh, what we should hang in there with and and be gritty about and not give up on. Uh, now we get to the point where we look at what what do we cut our losses on? When yeah. do we pull the plug um, on uh, on things that that you know it's just it's not it's not working out. We've got to move on. And I'll tell you, I again I don't say this to brag of myself, but I'm a I, I'm not typically a quitter. Yeah. I uh, I it's hard for me to quit stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I, but I would say to a fault, I, I think there's times I should have quit some stuff. I should have given up. Yeah. But every time I tried to, it's like, ah, oh, I just can't, I just, I, I don't want to do that. I, what if, you know, what if this is the year? <laughs> uh, and, uh, but, but I also realize, especially as you get older, that you, you only have so much time. You yeah. only have so much energy. You only have so much money. Uh, you only have so much attention uh, span. And, and so when I, when I'm investing my life in something where there's not a return, it means I can't be investing myself in something where there would be a return. Yeah. And you get to a certain point in your life where you want the maximum impact. Uh, you you want the most fruit, the most return possible uh, for the time you have because you realize how valuable your time is and you don't want to waste it. And yeah. And so I, I find th- uh, that I, I actually have to push back on, on my tendency. We talked about grit in that book. Uh, uh, sometimes you can almost have too much grit where you just are just not going to quit no matter what. 
And we kind of take that as a sign of, uh, of integrity and, uh, and, uh, and honor. But, you know, like I've known some folks, for instance, that uh, I knew some pastors that were getting older, uh, and, but they weren't going to quit. I mean, they were going to yeah. die Retirement's in the not in the Bible. Right. But, <laughs> uh, and in their day, they might have been a half-decent pastor, but now their church is dying under them. They, yeah. they, they're not quitting, but they're not any good anymore. They don't, they don't have anything fresh. They have no energy. They're very dated. Uh, they're, they're, they don't know how to address the problems of the day. They're missing all kinds of opportunities. Uh, they think it's somehow noble not to quit, but the fact is, if they would just step aside, a younger leader could come in and actually yeah. do some good. So, uh, so sometimes refusing to stop something is not noble. It actually holds up progress. Right. Uh, so, for instance, like, uh, and one of the ones for me that I know is just my own psychological issue, but um, <laughs> I, I have, if I, start, if I start reading a book, I, I have a hard time not finishing it. Now, I may, I may kind of read quickly and not very carefully if I'm trying to get to the end, but, uh, but I, 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 I sort of feel like if I get halfway through a book, I mean, there's books you read, and after the second chapter, you've got their thesis, and f- you can read the next 20 chapters. They're just going to keep illustrating the same point, and you realize, yeah. okay, I get the point. I, I can put this book on the shelf, and I've, I've gotten their point. Uh, or maybe there's not a point anywhere in this entire book that's really worth even keeping this book on the shelf. I need to g- give it to Goodwill and, and, and create space on my shelf for a book that actually makes a contribution. But to me, it somehow it seems kind of sacrilegious to get just a third of the way through a book and then not finish the book. Yeah. Uh, you know, God said he's the alpha and the omega and it's the beginning and the end. I need to, you gotta get I, to I got to get to the end. And, uh, uh, but you know, this, the sooner I put that really unhelpful book, uh, aside, the sooner I can start reading a book that is helpful, that yeah. is contributing. Uh, and so the longer I, I, I refuse to kind of quit reading this book, the longer it takes me to get to one that would actually help me. Uh, and then again, relationships, uh, are a big one. Uh, and I'll tell you what, there's probably nothing more time consuming than a bad relationship. People that keep taking, but not giving, uh, people that are a black hole of your time and energy, but they never change. Uh, and I've talked to some pastors this way and I, you know, I really admire pastors who will say, I care about my sheep. I, I want to be there for my people. I want to help them to grow and to overcome problems. And I think that's what a pastor should do. But then there's some pastors who will say, but, uh, but you know what? I've spent a lot of time with this person. And, and two years later, after multiple, multiple meetings and phone calls and different things I've done, we're dealing with the exact same issues, the very same problems. I don't see any growth, any yeah. maturity. They're, they're, they're still struggling just as much today with stuff we've been working on for two years. and not, But they wanted to keep on meeting with me. They want to keep having coffee. But uh, I, I've lost any sense of confidence that meeting with me is doing them any good. Uh, I, in fact, I'm only meeting with them because I feel guilty if I don't, and, uh, they put a guilt trip on me. I don't care, whatever. So I keep on meeting, but the fact is, uh, I'm not seeing any results. Uh, that's very, very common. And, yeah. and, and what I would say is if you're, if you're spending time with someone strictly out of guilt, 
then that's probably a good warning sign that maybe it's time to evaluate whether you need to cut your losses. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not saying that you just you know, block them on your phone and social media and you never talk to them, but I'm saying that you, be, you protect yourself from the major time investment. They want to spend uh, all afternoon with you hanging out and you just say, uh, you, you, you maybe message them on social media and just ask how they're doing. And you, you kind of keep it to where it's, you're in control of the time that you spend. Right. And uh, um, they want to get on the phone and talk your ear off all evening and you, you protect yourself from that. You, you, you set parameters. Uh, and, and again, it can sound so callous. It can sound so utilitarian, but the fact is you only have so much time and, there are relationships where you could really help some people, where you they would blossom with just a little bit of your attention, or you could blossom with some of their attention, yeah. but, but you don't have room in your schedule. There's no space on your calendar because you've got some relational black holes that are just gobbling up your all your available time mm-hmm. and energy. Uh, and so th- that sounds really crass. And that's why I would say, you take those relationships before God and you ask God, what is this like? And I, I think sometimes there may be uh, at least one or two relationships where it's just grace on your part that you just, you, yeah, it's I'm never going to see a whole lot of this, but I think God keeps this person in my life just to keep me humble and Christ-like and gracious. And and even if they never change, uh, that it probably does some good for me just to love this hard-to-love person. Yeah. Um, but then there's others where, okay, we've I have really gone the extra mile with them, and we're still having the same issues. They don't get it. They're, they don't, and they don't appreciate the time I'm giving them. They don't see. They're not valuing my time. They're wasting my time. And my time is valuable, uh, and I, I can't I can't invest it in people who just callously waste my time. So that's a, another one. I think some some jobs that you do or that you're in, uh, there are some people in some dead end jobs, and they could do a lot better. But yeah. but you know I, I'm one that I I struggled to uh, to quit. I remember one time uh, I was working my way through college uh, and. Uh, I worked for some bricklayers and they, they paid me quite well. I, I was able to earn enough every summer to, to pay my tuition and get back into university in the fall. But one year they were, construction was a bit slow and they had, normally they would hire me as soon as I got out of college, uh, like the next day. But this one year they said, Hey, we're, we want to get you on as fast as we can. We got some projects that are coming up, but we just have, until those projects come through, we, we can't really hire you. And so I went out and found a job actually working near Lisa, who eventually I would marry. Um, and, but I was making half as much money, but I did get to work where Lisa did. Yeah. <laughs> so there were, there were some perks, but, uh, and I remember finally one day I get this call. It was about a month or two in uh, to the summer. I get a call from my bricklaying boss saying, hey, we're, we got a job. We're ready to hire you back on. Can you start Monday? And I and, and they're going to pay me twice what I'm making. And I mean, I need those dollars to get into school. Yeah. And it's a better job. It's people I've worked with for a couple of years. Uh, I still struggle to go in and quit my job and tell my boss it's uh, so anti your yeah i just I, and i remember saying i would never forget saying to my boss i'm so sorry I, a, a company i've worked with the last couple of years 
they they call me back and I said I hate I don't want to leave you in a lurch but uh, they're they're basically they're paying me a lot more money and I really kind of I've got to have the money for school and and the boss uh, I remember him saying well what are they paying you like you know he was kind of thinking maybe he could match them and when I told him he just kind of laughed and said go go work for them yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, he said I'd work for them too if they were paying me that much and. Uh, and, and so, you know, but there's some jobs that we, out of loyalty or yeah. uh, guilt or whatever else, maybe we just, you know, we're, we, we know we don't get stretched. We're not really growing in this job, but hey, it's tough learning a new job, new, new people, new processes. It's just easier to stay where I am. And, and you have some people that end up never growing, never reaching their potential. They just kind of settled in. Uh, this is good. Enough. It pays the bills. You know, you've heard that phrase. It pays. It's yeah. not, not great, but it pays the bills. Right, right. I'd say, well, you don't want to invest your life in just paying your bills. You want to have a job where you grow, where you're stretched, where you are given more responsibility. Um, and uh, and sometimes, you know, that comes also with uh, when you're in management of people and you've got chronic underperformers. I I think as a Christian leader, you, you ought to always give people the opportunity to rise to the occasion. You need to you need to point out where they're falling short. You need to give them some help, give them some ways of growing. Yeah. But there are some folks that it just doesn't matter what you you do. They're not going to perform the way you need them to. They're lazy or they're just not inspired. They're just low energy, uh, just way too easily satisfied. They just they just want the paycheck, but they, it's not a sense of calling. They, there are people who take no pride in their work or doing their work well. Uh, you don't trust them. And, uh, you know, when you've done everything you can, uh, at a certain point, you just need to say uh, that that's enough. And I've I've had to deal with a couple of employees that way over the years. Where I mean, nice enough people. In fact, I figured I'd probably catch some flack. Like you, you, you fired that guy. Yeah, like, hasn't he been with you a long time? Or uh, he was. I always liked him, or I liked her. She was nice. Uh, yeah, she was. She just. <laughs> didn't, didn't just didn't didn't get the job done but a nice yeah. person just didn't do much uh and and so i probably erred on the side of grace i probably gave people too long sometimes but uh but at a certain point you realize it's going to cost the organization to hold on to this person any longer they're taking yeah. up salary and resources and office space that i could give to someone that was on fire that would just add so much more and uh I, I've done all I can, but at some point, if they are not going to, you know, get, get into the game and get involved and active and try, I can't, I, I can't motivate them every day and hold their hand every day to, to do their job. So, uh, and maybe the last one is just programs or methods. Sometimes we just hold on to a program too long and it's what we've done for years. Uh, and in the past we had some success, but I mean, when you take a really hard look at the, the present, you realize, but we're not getting nearly the return out of this anymore. It's uh, it's getting stale. It's we don't have the, the the service for it. We don't get the help for it we need, or whatever else. Uh, it's just it's lost its luster, and uh, I, it's just easier to keep doing what we've always done than to learn a new program to uh, to pay that expense. But uh, I think that every year that we hold on to this and keep trying one more year doing it the way we've always done it is one more year that we are getting out of date and we're getting behind and stale. 
and uh, it's just time to cut our losses. And and I, I, you know, people, it's one thing when you finally say, okay, I'm cutting my loss on people, but uh, but programs, uh, that they're not people. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're, it, I have to remind myself, it's just a program. It's just a software. It's, it's, uh, there's lots of those out there, and they yeah. don't have feelings. They don't go home weeping to their spouse that they just got canceled today. Like, it's just <laughs> a program, you know? Yeah. So if there's something better out there uh, that will be much more efficient with our organization, why would I not use that and, yeah. uh, and, and cut the losses and get more efficient? So Early on in the year, it certainly is not a bad time to just take inventory at all of those things and say, um, am, am I, is it time to cut loose with some things and make 2021 a year in which uh, some new things happen? And maybe I, I, I cut loose finally from, and you know, I, I find this a lot. Um, it can really drain you emotionally when you when you're tied into stuff that's just draining you and not really providing or not performing and then all of a sudden you get cut loose maybe it's a bad employee or maybe it's a, an underperforming program or something and all of a sudden when you cut loose you and you just feel this freedom you mm-hmm. feel this breath of fresh air and then of yeah. course the first thought is I should have done this a long time ago, but why did I? Why did I wait so long? It's never as bad. The the yeah, break is the never fallout. You think yeah. I was so worried, but and I've actually had I've even let some people go that they knew full well that that's what they deserved, and they kind of knew it was coming, and they kind of wondered why you took so long for you to do it, and <laughs> and then you realize, well, I did take too long. I should have. I we could have already been well down the road with something new, but I I waited too long. So. There are, t- there are some things in your life you never give up on, but just make sure you know what those are and don't keep holding on to stuff that it d- doesn't matter. It's not uh, life and death. It's just a matter of resolving. This is not fruitful. It's not, not productive. It's time to move on. Hmm. Well, this has been uh, a good uh, study, a good reminder to, to know when to... Uh, let go and uh, cut your losses, as it were. And so, thank you for walking us through this. And we'll leave links to the um, to the show that we did on uh, the book Grit by Angela Duckworth. Yeah, has uh, kind of been the impetus for this episode. But uh, until next time, thanks for listening to the podcast. If this is something you enjoyed, it really makes a difference if you leave a review and a five star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. We always love hearing from our listeners. So email us at podcast at blackv.org.